0: Hi, everyone. This is Matt Rogers. And this is Bowen Yang. We're co-hosts of the podcast Las Culturistas. Question for you. Wouldn't you like... To feel it all? Well, Trojan, America's number one condom, is here to help with Trojan Bearskin Raw. Ooh, America's thinnest latex condom helps you enjoy a more natural experience and features a silky smooth lubricant to increase comfort and sensitivity. It's like putting on a silky glove, except not on your hand, on another part. (laughs) You know the part. And if you don't, ask your mom. So before the year is over, pick up some Trojan Bearskin Raw Condoms. Triple tested and trusted for over a hundred years. Trojan, feel your best. Get yours on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brendan's 90s show. It is I, Brendan, your host, bringing you another plethora of shit from the 90s that was just the worst <laughs> um i hope you all listened to the first episode uh which was um worst tv shows of the 90s <clears throat> had to think back there you know that was a week ago uh um so that was our first episode and this this week's episode we're going to be counting down the worst video games of the 90s. So that ought to be fun being a video game connoisseur and video game player myself. I may have played some of these games and remember their suckiness or I may have not played them and <clears throat> we'll find out what <clears throat> excuse me, we'll find out why they suck. So, without further delay, let's jump into the list of the worst games of the 90s. And the first one on the list, which is no surprise, really, because this game was just fucking horrible. Superman 64. Um, basically, I, I played this game. It, it was horrible. You basically just flew around. You didn't fight anyone as Superman. You didn't fight Lex Luthor. Um... You know, stuff like that. You just flew around a bunch of rings and shit, and that's about it. But the list describes the game as abysmal. I would describe the game as abysmal, too. So that is our first one on our list. Superman 64. Oh, but I guess guess it sucked because the game was... Development of the game was affected by both DC Comics and Warner Brothers making changes to the game's content. So... it was it it had poor graphics hard to master controls repetitive gameplay and a large number of glitches and bugs yes i i i do remember that i do remember when i played it it was like that all right so moving on that is why it is one of the worst games of the 90s because it had bugs and glitches uh no master can hard to master controls in repetitive gameplay, and you just didn't. The graphics were horrible, too. It was just really bad. Um, so moving on to our next one, stick to Space Jam. It says, but the name of the game is Michael Jordan Chaos in the Windy City. <laughs> it was it wasn't a traditional basketball game but a scrolling platformer involving Jordan beating up bad guys on a quest to save his team who had been kidnapped okay um i've never played this game i've never even heard of this game until now so i can't really put an opinion on it but it looks like it sucks i i couldn't really um I, I could totally not I could totally see myself playing this and being like playing this game and be like oh this sucks because it looks really bad and I can't just picture I can't just picture Michael Jordan walking around beating people up it it just doesn't work for me moving on <laughs> the name of the game is Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. Um, it was a new type of interactive graphic adventure game featuring real-life actors playing characters who you would control. The one of the most this is one of the most worst exponents of this full mo- motion capture concept is Plumbers Don't Wear Ties tasked with getting John and Jane together, this interactive romantic comedy is regarded as one of the worst games of all time. Despite being advertised as featuring full motion graphics, the majority of the game is presented as a slideshow with the production values horrible and storylines bordering on unbelievable. PC, gave or, yeah, PC Gamer gave it 3 out of 100. That's bad and i've actually like i've actually seen gameplay of this game and it is awful so definitely on this list is plumbers don't wear ties um which is a really shitty game so definitely gonna get get on that list so socket the hedgehog what Okay, so released from the Sega Mega Drive in 1993, Socket Time Dominator, okay, is a poor man's Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> you, take, you take on the role of the time-traveling duck Socket named Minute in the Japanese version, who has been hired to stop an evil time-traveling overlord known as the Time Dominator. After completing each stage, you must battle the Time Dominator until you eventually defeat him on the last level. There's an emphasis on speed with the game as you race through colorful levels, very similar to those seen in Sonic. Uh, The game received generally poor reviews upon release due to its likeness to Sonic. Yeah, it does have a Sonic-esque to it. Next on the list is a game called Virtual Bart. Um, it came out, it was released for the Super NES, uh, the Super Nintendo, and the Sega Mega Drive. It involved playing as Bart as he navigated virtual worlds trying to escape a VR machine he entered. One of the biggest problems with this game is the fact that it's very similar to the previously released Bart's Nightmare, a much more entertaining game. Oh, okay. But here's what makes it the worst, though. Controls are sluggish and the graphics are far too simple for the game set in a virtual world. Even cameos by Established Simpsons favorites such as Homer and Mo can't save this one from making the list. From making this list. Yeah. That that looks really shitty. Like they have like a thumbnail or like a like a picture of it. And it looks really bad. The graphics look really bad. We move on to a game called Mario Hotel, and it was released for the little-known Philips CD console. It was a puzzle game that made no sense at all and was, cri- and was quickly buried by Nintendo. As with most Mario games, you're tasked with saving the princess, and to do this, you must pass through seven hotels solving puzzles and defeating enemies to reach the end. But what made it horrible is the game is besieged by horrible animations, putrid cutscenes, repetitive puzzles, many involve closing and opening doors, and a lucrative storyline. The game is also really boring and provides no joy making you want to check out a Mario Hotel as soon as possible. So there you have it for Mario Hotel. I've never played it. And, uh, I don't plan on playing it in the future. So moving on. We move on to a game called cat released on the PC in 1996. The game involved a number of female warriors duking it out for the ultimate power to control the universe or something along those lines. Similar to Mortal Kombat, the game also used uh, digitized actors for its characters, but the image quality was atrocious, and the characters looked weird. The sound was awful, the graphics gl- glitchy, and the gameplay average. The characters were also scantily attired, and, their claim- and there were claims that only that was only done to enhance sales, which it didn't. The game was so poor, a PC gamer described it as being so bad, being caught self-pleasuring to it would be actually be less embarrassing than being caught playing it enough said oh wow so they're basically saying that if you got caught masturbating to it to this game it would be less embarrassing than being caught playing it that that's uh that's pretty clever pc gamer very clever Twisted Metal is next on the list. Um, the combat and game level designs failed to inspire, and the overall feel of the game just doesn't excite like the first two. Oh, this must be Twisted Metal three. Um, oh yep, it is. It is Twisted Metal three. Um, the develop. The developers included a great multiplayer option and to Rob Zombie for his excellent soundtrack. Nice. But Twisted Metal 3 just doesn't meet the high expectations of the series. That's a shame because the first and second ones were awesome. I never played 3. And uh, again, I don't plan plan on playing Twisted Metal 3 because it's a piece of shit. Let's see which game gets the noise of the podcast. podcast Next, we go to a game called Bubsy. Bub Bubsy. <clears throat> okay, so it was a su- successful two D game with a cult following when developer when developers. editech decided to bring the game into the 3D world with Bubsy 3D in nineteen ninety six. It proved it yeah, it proved a complete disaster with the game set with the game Savage for its rudimentary graphics, inferior level designs, and stiff controls for a 3D game. The visuals are exceptionally disappointing with the backgrounds the landscapes, and landscapes in the game and the game is dull and bland. Oh, also, the camera angles are are quite strange and off-putting. The music and sound effects are terrible. Bubsy himself also cro- comes across a bit of a naff bloke. Okay. With Bubsy three D, <laughs> another with Bubsy three D, another in a long line of failed Mario rip-offs. Okay. So there you have it for Bubsy. Not really uh cutting it. Extreme paint, the there. Extreme Paint Brawl is next on the list. Um it's basically exactly what it sounds like a paintball simulation which it is. And the game was plagued by bugs and strange AI behavior with dull graphics, poor level layouts, and an annoying soundtrack. This is one spot you're best getting involved uh This is one sport you're best getting involved in with in real life. Yeah, uh, agreed. I, I could not just see myself playing video game paintball. And I do not see myself playing this game. So. No game yet has caught my eye to get the noise of the podcast yet we're still early and and so we might we might find one ah okay next on the list is called mortal Kombat mythology sub-zero it was uh the first spin-off to the mortal Kombat series <clears throat> and uh it completely failed to live up to it, its expectations uh, the, beat-em-up, the beat-em-up action platformer set before the first Mortal Kombat game and revolved around Sub-Zero battling a variety of enemies as he tried to find a, secret, a sacred amulet. It, met, it melds the fighting-style Mortal Kombat with the standard platform game, and while it sounds good on paper, it doesn't quite work out that well when playing. Cutscenes were horrible, and the graphics were substandard, although the basic control system makes fighting easy, Rumors persisted that that was meant to be a number of. I'm sorry, let me read that again. Rumors persisted there was meant to be a number of mythological games released about different characters, but after Sub Zero bombed, Midway decided to refocus on another Mortal Kombat game, releasing Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance five years later. So there you have it. Um, I do remember this game, but I never played it. I remember seeing an ad for it or something, but I never played it. Ah, uh, yes. I think we found the game that may have get the noise of the podcast. Mario Clash for the... for, uh... for the Virtual Boy. Yes, the Virtual Boy, if no one knows what that is, it was a... it was Nintendo's, um try it virtual reality it was basically a headset that you wore and everything was red and yeah it it just bombed but anyway um so basically it was designed as a 3d version of the original mario brothers arcade game but the new the 3d capabilities didn't add anything to the game excitement of playing in 3d quickly wore off and the fact that you could see couldn't save your progress in the game, add to its problems. Oh, many people also suffered headaches from wearing the VR headset and the repetition of the game became very tedious. Oh, okay. It was a huge failure as well. Um, just like the console, the Virtual Boy. Just like I said, that, that bombed. You know, people got like like it just said, people got headaches from wearing the headset. You know what? Mario Clash, you get the noise of the podcast this week because you look like a really horrible game. You have no color but red, and much like the Much like the virtual boy, you're a piece of shit. So, goodbye. We move on to the next piece of shit game. We move on to a game called The Crow City of Angels. Um, Let's see. I've never seen I've never seen the movie so it's loo- the game loosely followed the plot of the film you played Ash Corbin as he looked for his revenge for his, for his and his son's demise the game was a platform beat him up with horrible background designs and an annoying control system the game was one of the worst movie game licenses and much like the film it's best left to brood alone in the darkness <laughs> um. so I guess both the movie and the video game suck so I definitely would not play any of these the movie I would not watch and the video game I would not play so yeah that's my opinion on it Who's next on this list? (laughs) Shaq Fu is next. Um, Yeah, Shaq Fu was a horrible game. It wasn't really that good. Um, Some people liked it. I wasn't a fan of it. Um, Just the graphics were horrible. And just... It's like... It's like... uh, It's like Michael Jordan and Chaos in the Windy City, you know, you just you just can't picture Shaq just beating the shit out of everybody. So I I remember Shaq Fu. Not a fan. Glad it's on this list where it belongs. And moving on. Do, 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 The next game that we have on the list is called Kusami Ninja, and the bloody stuff and button bashing control system are straight out of the Mortal Kombat handbook, while the gameplay and glitchy graphics fail to inspire any joy in players. It's games like this that help push the Jaguar into obscurity. All came out for the Jaguar. That, That was a horrible system too. So, all these shitty games coming out on all these shitty systems. No wonder they're on this list. Next on our list is called Rap Jam. It was a standard sixteen-bit basketball simulation that just wasn't needed. The control system was awkward, with your highlighted player often changing to another at random, who was nowhere near the near the uh, who was nowhere near the ball. You think that the soundtrack would be awesome, but there's a lack of licensed music in the game, with Montoni's computer sounds used instead, avoided at all costs. Okay. Rap jam. That sounds really bad. And it's got Gwen Latifah and Onyx. Like why should why is it bad? Like it should have had them rapping on it, but I guess they didn't and the game tanked, and yeah, it's on the worst games of the 90s list. Next game we move on to is called Pit Fighter. It was an enjoyable arcade fighter. Um, the game was ported to home consoles such as Super Nintendo and Mega Drive. It drained all of its fun, resulting in a boring game with outdated graphics, there was a choice of only three fighters in the game, another downer, and you must fight through every competitor with only one life and no health regeneration. Oh, damn. The final boss named the Mass Warrior was also extremely hard to beat, meaning you'd often be playing this game for hours on and trying to defeat him. Yeah, uh, I would not want to spend my time doing that. And looking at it, it looks like a fucking Johnny Cage ripoff. This guy. in uh, one of these guys looks like a ripoff of Johnny Cage. So I can see why no one would want to play this game. Okay, I disagree with this next one. Um, the game is Revolution X. It was the Aerosmith game. Uh, basically, it was a Aerosmith shoot 'em up game. Basically, Aerosmith gets kidnapped, and you gotta save them. But uh, that game was a lot of fun. It's actually one of my favorite games, and I don't know why it's on this list. Let's see what the list says about it. The gameplay is repetitive, and the soundtrack lacked the number of Aerosmith hits heard in the original arcade game. Although some might think this is a good thing, either way, Revolution Revolution X was a stinker, and one game you want to stay away from. I disagree. It was a pretty good game. We move on to a game called Criticom. It was on the PlayStation in 1995 uh it 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 failed to take advantage of the greater capabilities of the saturn in the game players can choose from a number of different alien fighters as you battle it out on round elevated platforms for some kind of ultimate prize okay the game is attractive to look look at the controls are sluggish and the frame rate not up to standard it's very much a poor man's Tekken 2 and was named by GamePro as the worst fighting game on the Saturn in 1997. Oh, okay. It was first released on the PlayStation in 1995. And then it went over to the Sega Saturn and tanked. Okay. So, yeah, this game looks really bad. Um, I say that about a lot of games because this is the worst games of the 90s list. But this one looks really bad. I I would not want to play it. (laughs) The next game we move on to is called Night Trap. It caused a massive stir when it hit shelves in 1992. Taking on the role of a secret agent, watching a household of teenage girls who... un known to them are in danger. You must trigger traps in the house to keep the girls safe from intruders. Night Trap was used by the American government in 1993 as an example of games featuring gratuitous stiff stuff and problems with women. It was soon, was soon pulled from circulation. Okay, so reasons this game are ba- is bad are the graphics are bad. The humor isn't great, the acting poor, and the gameplay overly simple. You pretty much just click on different cameras to watch the girls before setting off traps when danger is near. If not for the controversy the, gra- the game garnered, Night Trap would have would never had made a dent in the market and most likely would have faded from sight as another boring Sega release. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um... Okay, and that is all of them, Night Trap is our last one, so there you have it, that is the list of the worst video games of the 90s, Um, yeah, that was an interesting list, you know, uh, one game that that I actually liked was on there. The other ones I've I've never played. No, I have played some and didn't like them. Like uh, Superman sixty four and Shaq Fu, those two were on there, and uh, I I played them and just not a fan. So I'm glad those two made the list, but Revolution X shouldn't have made the list. That's a great game. Um, I'm going to disagree with this list and stand up for Revolution X. If you ever play it, play it. It's a great game. Aerosmith, saving Aerosmith, it's all good. Um, so yeah, that is the end of the list. And yeah, next week's topic, I'm not sure what it's going to be yet. I'm going to figure that out during the week. But uh, we'll definitely have something for the next episode. So I'll definitely catch you guys next time in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening and have a great week and enjoy the 90s nostalgia that I bring. Goodbye.